more nervous in this room than anywhere else. Doing your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good one? There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. And we're still here, baby. We are still here. I think we're going to be here. I think we could broadcast through a zombie apocalypse based off some of the equipment that we got yesterday. But we're actually in studio, though. Yes, yes, we can. They actually gave us equipment so we can broadcast from home. But we are here live in the studio in Manhattan. Yeah, it's it it don't feel right broadcasting live from home, especially for me, because like I thought we had a router in the basement. Mm-hmm. My router is in the most, the worst place that the router could possibly be. What's that? In the kids' playroom. Damn you it. You know man. what I'm saying? So it's just like, I can't be in there yo yo yoing at 6 o'clock in the morning. The kids are home. They sleep. But they're but they not in their playroom at that time. Yeah, but it's it's still loud. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, it's loud, bro. Yeah. Mine is in, in my office, so it, it was pretty clear. Um, but you know what it is? I, I just, I, I'll be honest with you. I like to be here. I like to be here, too. I like to feel the environment. I like to talk to you guys through the phone lines. I, I just, I like to be here until they say that we can't. Yeah, and I know but it. But you still, you still got to be safe, though, right? We safe. I'm always safe. You know, that's what people Because there's still people, there's still people in and out. There's still germs. You very, still have to get to work. Very few. Uh, um, once very you get few through security, germs or people? Very few people. <laughs> very few people. And even once once you get through security, all the doors are open. All so the you don't, doors you don't have to open. touch any door. You can just walk right in so you're not touching too many things. I ain't seen no Lysol in here today, though. It's usually Lysol in here. I got it right here. Right here. I got it right here. Right next to me. I was using the Purell this morning and I was like, damn, Purell says it cures 99.9% of germs. Mm -hmm. What if that 0.0% of germs that they don't cure is the virus, the corona? Mm. What if? Mm. What just what if? But but I like being here too. It reminds me of like when we first started the Breakfast Club nine years ago because nobody's here. (laughs) So it's just us. Just us, And a board op. That's right. The lights are low. That's right. You know? Yep, yep. No revolt. Nothing else. No revolt, no nothing. Even though we are talking to uh, 100 plus markets throughout the country right now. Drop on the cruise bond for us, goddammit. No. Yeah, so yesterday was, uh, it wasn't the first day, you know, because I took the kids out of school a couple of days ago. But, you know, we started uh, Movie Monday. So, you know, what we do is uh, we all cook with each other in the kitchen and then we watch a movie. My, my kids wanted to see Harry Potter. I never seen Harry Potter before. I was never a big fan. I never read the books. I never really even cared. But uh, yesterday we watched the first episode, the first movie of Harry Potter. My kids were into it. It was a cool movie night. Today is Taco Tuesday where we'll, we'll make tacos and do things outside. Yeah, my daughter um, my daughter and my wife love Harry Potter. So my daughter's read all the books. She wa- she'll read the book and watch the movie. So she's 11 and has done that already. Yeah. And yeah. This, this is the crazy part. So yesterday they gave us these kits so we can work from home. So I had to unplug the internet and plug it back in. So my son calls me and goes, Dad, I'm, in, I'm at school. I'm like, so why are you calling me? Go back to class. I'm not even remembering. He's like, no, Dad, I'm upstairs home. at home on class. And you just unconnected the uh, Wi-Fi. So now my teacher thinks I'm... You know, playing. I'm I'd like, much rather you do that to him during while he's doing homework than do that while he's playing video games. That would have just been wrong. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> shut up. But uh, 
Yeah, so he, you know, it's crazy to see my, you know, my teenagers have to be in class throughout the day and talk to their teachers. And even my first grader has to be online in school. It, it's the weirdest thing, man. It is what it is. Scary times that we're in. I'm not even going to say scary times. I'm going to be honest with you. This, it, in spite of it all, I went to therapy on Friday. My anxiety is not through the roof for some reason. I think because I'm leaning into the uncertainty of it all and I'm not acting like I, I, I know what's going to happen. I'm just taking one day at a time. For whatever reason, that's kind of keeping me pretty much calm for the most part. <clears throat> what about you? you ha how's everything out in Detroit? You still in Detroit? Yeah, everything's good. I actually stayed in all day yesterday. Didn't leave. I was catching up on 90 Day Fiance. Shout out to Big Ed. If you guys watch 90 Day Fiance, you know what that's all about. And that's it. I've been doing things I never do. I never go home and just stay in the house. And I slept all day. Um, we cooked. That's it. Okay. All Not right. Much. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. I guess we're talking about Corona, 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 huh? Yeah, and you know, one thing that people were calling for online yesterday was for special hours for the elderly, so we'll talk about that. All right, and also, Big Frida will be joining us this morning. Big Frida, Big of course, Frida. from New Orleans. We'll, Bounce uh, artist. Yes, we'll kick it with her uh, in a little bit. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, What's Angela happening? Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We are here. Good morning to you. Do we gotta, Good do, morning. Is there a name for this era? Is it like, I don't know. Corona time, you know, mm -hmm. the chapter of Corona. We can make it up right no now. Catchy, no catchy, uh, we can make it up right now. Catchy name for this time. I was watching Love and Hip Hop huh? yesterday and a Corona, Corona? beer ad came on. It's not, good for, seen one before. it's not good for them. All right, but let's get into some front page news. Let's talk Corona. All right, well, Stop and Shop is offering special hours for coronavirus high-risk shoppers. And the mayor in Seattle has announced $5 million in grocery vouchers to help families out during this time. Kroger has also given $3 million to food banks and food insecurity initiatives during the coronavirus pandemic. And Amazon is looking to fill 100,000 new positions due to a surge in online orders. So those are some updates on what's happening because everybody's at I, home ordering things online. I was curious about that, you know, with Amazon. So Amazon is hiring 100,000 people, but I thought they didn't want people close proximity to each other. Yeah, when, when have you ever saw an Amazon worker? I ain't never seen an Amazon worker in my life, but I see them packages all the time. Yeah, but they got to work in the, in the warehouse. They got to package it up. They got to oh, drive it and all that. I thought you meant as far as dropping it off to us. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Yeah, I'm so but I'm sure, I'm sure it's across the country. It's not just in one place. Mm. Okay. So if you think about it like that and different hours, you know, people working around the clock. So let's talk about numbers. The coronavirus has infected more than 182,000 people and killed over 7,100 people worldwide in the United States. You cannot gather in groups of more than 10. You hear that, ASAP Mob? U.S. cases have passed 4,400. There's been at least 86 fatalities. Now, in the United States, the largest number of coronavirus cases is in New York with 950 so far. So just giving you those numbers, McDonald's, Starbucks will close seating areas and restaurants due to the outbreak. Mm -hmm. uh, in LA County, the sheriff has released inmates early due to coronavirus concerns. Also, U.S. airports are seeking $10 billion in government assistance. The May SATs have been canceled because of coronavirus. All schools in New York are closed by tomorrow, according to the governor. Now, Georgia is closing all public schools starting Wednesday as well. And uh, that's kind of some of the update. There's a lot going on, though. I don't even know where to start with all this coronavirus. What about the states practicing martial law? You got uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. 24-hour yeah. yeah, lockdown. San Francisco's on lockdown. Shout out to my aunt who lives in San Francisco. She was sending us pictures of what it's like out there. New Jersey so, practicing yes. martial law a little bit after 8 p.m.? No, that's recommended. I thought it was... Oh, so it's not um, mandatory? No, not mandatory. It's recommended. Oh. Recommended. 
They, it's, just, they, it's only essential travel. So you're not allowed to travel from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. in New Jersey unless it's essential. It ain't worth it, though, especially if you're black. Because, you know, there's already racial profiling and driving while black as it is. So there's no need for you to be out past 8 p.m. or 4 or 5 a.m. in Jersey just so they can have a reason to pull you over and ask you what you're doing. But did you print out the letter? You, you, you damn right. Okay. I don't think that's not for everybody. I know, but I'm oh, just uh, making okay. sure you were good. That, that still don't mean that. I still got to reach for that letter. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I still got to reach for that goddamn. Letter. And right. if you're trying to go to Canada, they're going to deny entry to anyone who isn't a citizen or a permanent resident. So don't even try to get there. If you're trying to go to the gym. Now they said American any- citizens they're allowing in, in Canada. Well, right now they said if you're not a Canadian citizen or a permanent resident, they are not allowing you in. They are denying entry. No, they, I thought they said yesterday on the news they said Americans. Well, yes, they said money. immediate. Yeah, they did say some U.S. citizens and immediate family members. There you go. Of Canadian citizens. There's some exceptions. That's crazy. Air crews, diplomats. Those are some of the exceptions in Canada. So for, for, for a while, Drake can only sleep with women in Canada. He can't, fl- he can't flew nothing in, huh? All right. And if you're trying to go to the gym, the gyms are closed. But they said that it's a lot of home gym sales right now. So people are ordering home gyms to bring into their house because they can't make it into the gym. So. Very interesting. What's that? I was waiting on a home de- gym delivery yesterday. Right. I, mean, I've been, I mean, I've been having my gym in the crib, but I got another piece of equipment coming. Hmm. And that's the only thing I don't mind being delivered to the house because, like, they come through the back door. You know what I mean? You like it through the back door. But that's your front page news. All right. Especially at a time like this. Get it off your chest. That's why you have the lights low. 585 (laughs) That's why it's so dim in here. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. and show them how you have set the mood? I know you're about to light that candle. 585 You need to get things off your chest. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Barry from Brooklyn on the line. What up, Barry? What's going on, man? All this social distancing, I got my kids in the house. Uh, I, I didn't realize how tired I was of them. <laughs> you tired of your kids? Come Already, on, bro. Man, it's Don't be like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. They're everywhere, man. I got to feed them every hour on the hour. They eat too much as well. Yeah, it's called your kids. That's how it works, sir. You got to feed them. You got to make sure they're getting the proper rest. <laughs> That's your job to raise them. What the hell is wrong with you? How many kids what do you, you have? What were you, what were you doing uh, before three. this? <laughs> how old are they? Uh, nine, five, and like three months. All right, man. What you got to do is you got you to gotta make it fun for them. I mean, I mean, like I said, Monday we do uh, Movie Monday. Tuesday's Taco Tuesday. Wednesday is Wacky Wednesday. Let them pick their own outfits to wear. You got to just do cool stuff with them. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Uh, yo, these teachers need to get paid a lot more. Nah, you just got to have fun. You, you got pillowcases at the crib, right? And, and, and you said... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a pillowcase, have a pillowcase <laughs> run. Jump in the pillowcase and do like, you know, little hopscotch through the... Like, you got to just make fun stuff for the kids. That's what I've been doing yeah. all day. Gary, uh, yeah. Gary, Gary, you said something just now that's real, though. Yes, teachers need to get paid more. And I love times like this because you will appreciate the fact that somebody else has to watch your children and about 20 other children every goddamn day <laughs> for... for, for Little to no pay. And now you understand how bad your kids is. Hello, who's this? Yo, big chocolate to toast. Okay, oh, how we doing, everybody? We don't want to hear a, from you at a time like this because so, so, you've so, been spreading so the listen, coronavirus. No, I got something important to say. Two quick things. Let's pray for the people that are sick at this time, right? I think we need more prayer, right? At this time with people, coronavirus. So let's pray for everybody that's needed. And two, I got a little something for you, Charlemagne. Coronavirus, I hate you. Just go away is what I want you to do. The only thing that stinks worse than you is when Charlemagne takes a doo-doo. <laughs> now that's funny. You had coronavirus on your tongue for years, sucking people's toes. 
You know, all them random strange toes you suck to big chocolate toe sucker? Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, Andy? How you guys doing today, man? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Nothing much, man. I wanted to uh, commend you guys for just making yourself available and not doing doing your job from home. It means a lot for, for a person like myself. I also wanted to let a lot of people know here in Illinois that Election Day is today, and if they haven't voted yet, this is one of the distractions that they're using to get you away from the polls. So we do still need to get out and vote. Yeah, Ohio. I think Florida's voting today as well. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. I, have, I can't remember who else. Yeah, had a couple of people on my Facebook who were saying, "Why, why vote right now?" You know, because they don't want you to vote. That's why you need to go vote. This is just a distraction for the vote. I mean, you can't you can't really call it a distraction because if they're telling you to social distance and they're telling you to stay six feet away from each other and avoid large crowds, especially of over ten people, the voting booth is definitely going to have more than ten people. So you can't say it's a distraction. I get that too, Charlamagne. I agree with you to an extent. But the funny thing to me is, how could you set an on and off date for this and you can't really control it? But you can tell everybody stop doing what they're doing for two weeks. This is around the same time as election time. Then after those two weeks, everything should be back to normal, cool? No, they didn't say two weeks, everything should be back to normal. They ain't say that now. Yeah, yesterday Donald Trump said August, Not just July or August. August. They're huh? everything down for two weeks. It's going to be longer than two weeks. They're going to start with two weeks, but I think it's going to be longer than two weeks. Maybe two weeks. Two weeks could flatten the curve, though, if everybody actually do what the hell they're supposed to do and stay home. Yeah. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's RJ from Atlanta, man. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, I just want to say good morning to you, DJ Envy, Uncle Charlotte. I finally got your book today, uh, Black Privilege, so I can't wait to check that out. Thank you, King. You I appreciate you. Uh, Good morning. I'm just, I'm just uh, mind boggled how everyone uh, is getting all these toiletries, but no one is getting any soap or anything. I work over here at CVS, man, and our shelves is full of soap, but no tissue and no toilet paper. You ain't lying. I went and bought me some soap yesterday just because I went. I was like, you know, let me go buy some soap. That soap I was full. <laughs> yeah, but everybody stay, uh, take care, man. You know, wash your hands, sanitize, stay away from people. All right, yes. brother. Uh, Eat a lot of fruits and there. vegetables right now. That's right. Hello, who's this? If you can find him. Yo, hey, good morning. This is Rick from Brooklyn. Rick from Brooklyn. What up? Get it off your chest, Rick. Yeah, good morning, Charlemagne. Good what morning. up, Rick? Good morning, yeah, so Rick. Last night I was watching this video. You know how everybody's been talking about coronavirus or thing, but I watched this video with this family, this Jamaican family that was in Wuhan, which was the ground zero for the virus initially, right? Right. And they were talking about how they survived everything and how the process, the things that they did in the midst of all the chaos to survive the actual uh, um, outbreak. And it was good to see that because, you know, the news keeps talking about all the deaths, which is important. But, like, it was good to see a Caribbean family, a black family, sticking together in the heart of this whole chaos. They, you know, they stayed home and they played games. They they made a, a particular thing to build up the immune system. They had to go outside at times, so they were exposed to everything. And they, they talked about exactly what they did as far as, like, washing their hands and being hygienic and taking their clothes off at the door when they got in. Yeah, they said sun, sun is very good for you because it increases your vitamin D, I think. Your vitamin D, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was good to see a positive side that some people really surviving. And if they were in the heart of it, you know what I mean, and they came out of it, it's possible for um for, for us to just hunker down and do it. You know what I'm saying? So 
it was good to see that side of it and, and, and hear a positive feedback from people that survived the whole thing instead of like constantly putting the fear in everyone that it, it's going to be a, um, you know, it's, gonna, it's like a death sentence, which we know it's not, right? Yeah, it's not. You know, it's, it's crazy. Thank I got you, a, I, I got well, a home. Thing, so, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. One more thing, one more thing before we leave because I'm going to do a shameless plug. Because of you guys, right, the Breakfast Club, I started my own podcast called Royal and Ratchet. And it's been doing really well, and you guys were the inspiration for that. So I really want to thank you guys for that. I would like everybody to go check that out, too, on all major podcast platforms. Well, congratulations, you, King congratulations. Royal Ratchet. Yeah, I got a homeboy who told me yesterday, uh, we was texting. He said uh, he caught he actually caught the coronavirus a few weeks ago. And he said he was in Asia at the time. And he said he had a high fever and strong cough for two weeks straight. And then it went away. And he said nobody else in his family uh, has displayed any of the symptoms. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, it is a lot of people who've been, I guess, catching it and, you know, getting through it. I guess that's why they keep saying the two-week thing. Right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes. Well, we're talking coronavirus. Let's talk about this celebrity actor, man crush for everybody who has come forward and said that he actually contracted coronavirus. Corona, coronavirus has to be top three most popular diseases of all time, right? Like you got just uh, the marketing for coronavirus has been impeccable. Like it's it's got to be HIV, AIDS, cancer, and coronavirus, right? If there had to be three viruses, yeah, gotta be most popular. I yes. mean, it just shot to the top of the charts fast. All right, get it off your chest. You can hit us at any time. But rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. JMV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. I feel uh, significantly less healthy this morning. Why is that? Because I put turmeric in my um, ginger tea every morning, mm -hmm. and I spilt it all over the place just now. Yep. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to sip it. Well, go, go back downstairs and get another one. They don't sell that downstairs. I had to bring that from home. Oh. Yeah, I don't sell no ginger tea. I bought my own turmeric powder and everything. Yeah, my wife gave me a little uh, book bag of supplies. Uh, she gave me my water. She gave me some food. She gave me a, a mask, some hand sanitizer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk at Idris Elba. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Well, Idris Elba got his coronavirus test back, and it's not good news for him. He said he has placed himself in self-quarantine. Here's what he said. Got some test results back for coronavirus and it came back positive. Yeah, and it sucks. I'm doing okay. Uh, Sabrina hasn't been tested and she's doing okay. I didn't have any symptoms. I got tested because I realized I was exposed to someone who had also uh, tested positive. This is serious. Now's the time to really think about social distancing, washing your hands. Beyond that, there are people out there who aren't showing symptoms and that can easily spread it. Uh, I feel sorry for Idris Elba because, you know, too. I don't like to see nobody sick, but I can't help but think to myself, is there some sort of privilege with these tests? Because he said didn't he, he didn't have any symptoms, but he was able to get tested. What about the people who are actually walking around with symptoms but can't get tested? Well, maybe there they allow you to get tested. Because here, this he's not here. I don't think he, I don't think he was here. I uh, thought he was all, overseas where, his, where he lives. Oh, I don't know. I assumed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people know that they have some type of exposure from traveling. Like, for instance, right now, Al Roker and Craig Melvin, they're off the Today Show after one of their staffers was diagnosed with coronavirus. That was a colleague that's on the third hour of the show who contracted it. So just out of precautions, they have announced that they are not going to be on for a day. Also, anchor Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kopi are distancing themselves and sitting apart 
from each other. So as they found that out, uh, Al Roker tweeted out, he's feeling fine. Don't worry about us. Thinking about our colleagues and all those who are really suffering. And God bless the health care providers and first responders who are helping as well. And how come the young lady in the video wasn't doing no social distancing with Idris Elba? His wife? Yeah. Well, I guess she feels like she's been with him wife. so long. I mean, she's been with him the, the whole time. Yeah, but if the whole thing is about social distancing and she don't have no symptoms, shouldn't she be away from him just so she don't get sick? Um, I mean, she's been in that well, house the whole time. Yeah, they, they, you that. have to quarantine together. Yeah, so if I got if it, you, guys, you got it. She don't have no symptoms. Yeah, so everybody has to be in but the house. But you even said earlier that your man had no symptoms and, and, and he still had it. Yeah, I guess. But that's yeah, if you're people, already in the house with your family, bro. if you're already yeah. in the house with your family, you're all supposed to quarantine together. Like, just not be around, you know, not be around anybody else. So even if she so that's does, why people are staying in the house. Yeah, so if she does have it, then they... She won't go nowhere. Yeah, they have it together in the house. Got you. And one thing that's happening is Uber Eats has pledged to deliver over 300,000 free food deliveries to healthcare workers and first responders in the midst of all of this coronavirus pandemic Who's that's testing the Uber Eats drivers? Who's testing the people at the restaurants to make sure that they don't got it? None of this is making any sense, okay? Mm. That's all I'm saying. Well, people do have to eat, though, right? Yeah, but why would you trust restaurants at this point? What is the whole... What? What? I, I don't know what social distancing is, then. I just don't. I mean, it should be. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't be going to restaurants. You should be cooking. You should be preparing your own food. But I guess just everybody can't for whatever reason it is. Maybe elderly. Maybe. I don't know. But you, yes, you should You still have to be. make sure you eat some way, somehow. But you right? shouldn't be ordering food. That's the whole idea of going to the grocery store and getting a two-week supply and cooking for yourself. You shouldn't be ordering yeah. food from anybody. That's why. Well, I aren't people ordering. touching the fruits and vegetables in the supermarket, too? Yeah, but you wash That's them off. That's why you wash your fruits and vegetables off. But you and know, then when you cook food, shouldn't that kill anything? Right? When you cook food, I don't know. I'm when honest, you get food know. deliveries, doesn't that cook? All, I have doesn't no that idea. kill? I don't want to spread that kind of information because I'm not sure. Yeah, but the guy handling your food and giving you the food in the bag, you just don't know who yeah, put your food in your bag. You don't know if the corona's on the surface of the bag that right. you're touching. I don't know. Kinda, I'm hearing stories about people spraying down their packages when they get their packages. So I, do. I don't know. Yeah, because do. in that case, if you go to the supermarket and then you're touching anything, the shopping cart, money, I wipe the, shopping bag, the shopping bag in the supermarket, other people gloves. are touching it. That's why people wearing gloves at the supermarket. Yeah, my dad told me that. I don't know where my dad gets this information from, but he told me that uh, coronavirus can live on anything metal, so it's actually on your car. So he said anytime you go in your car and you touch your car, you could... Tell dad, that's pollen, man. We don't know. We don't know what's true true and what's not true. We don't want to... Spread a false. We don't know. But I wiped down the car door handle. Five minutes of spreading false information. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. I said I don't know. Minutes ago, we just spread. We spent five minutes spreading false information. Just be careful out there. All right, now Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have been released from the hospital following their coronavirus diagnosis. They were hospitalized in isolation after being diagnosed last week in Australia, and Chet Hanks has spoken out. Here's what he said. So, quick update on my folks. They're out of the hospital. They're still self-quarantined, obviously, but they're feeling a lot better, so that's a relief. I just want to say anyone else out there that has loved ones or if you yourself are afflicted with the virus, my prayers go out to you because a lot of people are suffering other than my parents right now. A.K.A. Mon's not sick. Big up the Dr. Dim. Dropping a clue bomb for Chad Hanks. Well, that is good news that his parents are okay and out of the hospital. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front pages. What are we talking about? What you think? Coronavirus. Yep. <laughs> All right. We'll get we into that next. More, we got some more to read, but we got, we got other things to talk about this morning. Yeah, because there is an election. There's an election in four states today as well. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
What's up? It's Angela Yee. When I get a scratchy, irritated throat, I rely on Sepacol. Sepacol lozenges are fast-acting for quick relief of sore throat pain. Don't let a sore throat silence your day. Sepacol, the number one doctor-recommended sore throat lozenge in the U.S. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Where we starting, Yee? Uh, well, let's start with Donald Trump. He has uh, had a press conference yesterday, and he basically unveiled a 15-day plan to try to flatten the curve of new infections. He said each and every one of us has a critical role to play in stopping the spread and transmission of the virus. And so right now, before he was acting like it wasn't as bad as it is, but now he's saying it is really, really bad. And they don't want people to convene in places if there's more than uh, 10 people together in one, in one space. So that's what's being advised right now. So every, a lot of people are staying at home, mm-hmm. like in San Francisco, 24-hour lockdown in your house. I think they should do um, that now. I think they should do that now until they get a really, really good grip on everything and then hopefully be able to open back up sooner. Yeah, you know what? In Florida, it's spring break, right? And there's still a lot of people on the beaches. Hundreds of people at Clearwater Beach. Mm -hmm. Hmm? Now, you you know better than to use Florida as an example for anything for the rest of us. Well, these are spring breakers coming from other places. When you go to Florida, you lose your mind. As soon as you drink drink the water in Florida, you become a Floridian. (laughs) When you go to Florida, Florida is a a whole other country, okay? They just need to make Florida a whole other country. People in Florida are not like the rest of us. All right, in Ohio, the governor has announced that polls will be closed because of coronavirus today. So Mm -hmm. that is the result, and that order came from the Ohio health director. She was ordering the polling locations in the state of Ohio closed to avoid the imminent threat with a high probability of widespread exposure with a significant risk of substantial harm to a large number of people in the general population. So do we got to push all of this stuff back? Do we push back the Democratic primary now? Do we push back the general election in November? Like, what happens? We might have to. We might have to. I kind of feel like it's necessary, right? right. Because it's going to affect too many different things, like the results of what should be happening. Now, did you guys watch Donald Trump yesterday? I sure did. A little bit of it. All right. I believe we have some audio. It seems to me that if we do a really good job, we'll not only hold the death down to a a level that is uh, much lower than the other way, had we not done a good job, Uh, but... (laughs) People are talking about July, August, something like that. So it could be right in that period of time. Mm. <laughs> I will say, though, right. uh, our celebrity in chief was telling the truth yesterday. He said that we are more more than likely headed to a recession. Yep. And he said that the coronavirus is bad. Very bad. He said it's bad. They don't have a con- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all you can have. He's so elementary, least, man. I love it, though. It's cool, though. You know, it's it's bad. It's, it's he, bad. Clearly, he's got new information because a couple weeks ago, he said it was a hoax. Now he's saying it's bad. At least, you know, we know. We know now. It's bad, right? All right. Now, there was also the first participant in a coronavirus vaccine trial. It was given that dose yesterday. That study will enroll a total of 45 healthy adults over a six-week time frame. And each person will get two injections about a month apart in varying doses. So right now, the study is in a phase one trial. So they want to make sure their vaccine is safe and and induces a desired response from whoever participates uh, with their immune system. And so what, that's what they're doing right now. They just started that yesterday. Yeah, I need to know what this person's life was like before I was gonna say this the person same thing. decided to do this. Are you Shout doing this because volunteer. you're just a good Samaritan who wants to see the best for your country and the best for the planet? Or are you just like really down on your luck and you just like YOLO? And I wonder how uh, much they paid them. As long as they're healthy, that's important, right? They said it's healthy adults. 
So whatever their reasoning is, it is what it is. I would like to know. So let's see. But it's still Mm going to take you six weeks to really even get any information because it's a six-week time frame that they're testing it. So who knows where we'll be at six weeks from now, right? Right. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051, right? We were talking behind the scenes. And, you know, of course... There's a lot of people losing a lot of things, a lot, of, a lot of money being lost, a lot of businesses being closed. It's gonna be, it's gonna be hardship for a while. But what's one thing that you're upset that you're missing due to the coronavirus? And I was saying behind the scenes, the one thing I'm really, really upset about is I won't get to see my daughter walk across that stage as she graduates high school and attends college next year. That's, That's the a one big thing. One. That's the one thing I wanted to see. I wanted my, my my parents to see. I wanted them to see their grandchild walk across that stage. You know, as a, as a ch- as a father. You know, you, you groom your child, you pay for school, and you, you do the right thing. And then when they graduate, that's like a sign of, yeah, like I, I've done a good job. And I probably won't get to see that this you year. You want to see your daughter do a little dance to that pomp and circumstance. We all understand. Mm-hmm. When is it, though? Uh, it's May. You might make it. Maybe. You might make it. Maybe. The, the curve might flatten enough to where, you know, we figured this thing out a little bit. May what? Uh, it's the third week, second week of May. That's what I'm saying. You second might, you might possibly make it. My, my, mine is is basically the same. You know, my daughter is a cheerleader. She cheerleads, you know, competitively. Correct. And last year she was hurt, so they have like this big competition in Disney World. Yeah, the, the, we call it the Super Bowl of, it's like of Super cheerleading. Bowl of cheerleading. Yeah, yeah it's the, just the NBA Finals of cheerleading. It's the big thing. Right, right, so right. She was hurt last year and she didn't get to participate. Her team made it again. This year, mm. and now it's this goddamn coronavirus. Yeah. And it's at Disney World, so yeah. of course you know that's shut down. Yes, but that's not tell me either. So I'm just being optimistic mm-hmm. and hoping that you know maybe this curve will flatten by then, and you know she'll get to do her little jig. Anything for you, Yee? Uh, yeah, I had a, a interview I was supposed to do that was going to be really exciting for me, and now that is not going to happen. But to be honest, I'm just grateful that. I'm okay, and I actually have a lot of empathy for other people who are going through a lot worse things right now. So I feel really grateful that I can uh, not do all the things that I was supposed to do and be okay. All right, so call us right now and tell us what you missed because of the coronavirus and your period don't count. (laughs) 800-585-1051. What's one thing that you're so upset that you are probably going to miss? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about one thing that upsets you about the coronavirus, meaning one thing you have to give up but you probably won't see. I was saying One thing that, you're missing. Yeah, one thing that you're going to miss, I should say. Uh, for me, it's my daughter graduating. You know, I, I won't get to see her graduating, hopefully, uh, it's the second week of May, and the way things look, that is probably going to have to cancel that. And that's one thing I would love for my parents to be able to see their granddaughter walk across that stage, her go into the next chapter of her life. But, you know, because of the way things are, I probably won't get to see that. Now, Charlamagne, what about you? I mean, mine is the same. You know what I'm saying? Mine is uh, my daughter. She's a cheerleader. She cheers competitively. And um, last year, she was hurt. 
uh, when they go to Disney World and they have like the big cheerleading competition at Disney World. It's like the Super Bowl of cheerleading, like right. the NBA Finals of cheerleading, the World Series of cheerleading. Mm-hmm. And so she was hurt and she didn't get to participate with her team last year. And um, that 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 hurt me watching that. But this year it's the coronavirus. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, they they make it back, and I don't know if she'll ever get a chance to participate. And that World Series of cheerleading competition. So I'm 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 hoping out, man. I'm 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 being optimistic, you know. I'm sure she'll make it again. Now, what about you, Yee? Yes, I was really looking forward to this interview that I had to do with an artist who just put out a project. But I'm gonna push that back. But other than that, it's not that serious to me. Anything that I have to miss, I think people are going through way worse things than I have to go through. So whatever it is, you know. We'll get it back. And we got to be optimistic, right? Sounds of blackness. Be optimistic as long as you keep your head to the sky. (laughs) All right. Hello, who's this? Anise. Hey, Anise. What are you missing? What are you missing, Mama? What's one thing you going to miss? Um, the gym, sports. Um, I'm I'm an athlete, so I have two, um, two leagues to play in, and now I can't play in them. Mm. And my entire family's home. I can't spend time with them. I gotta. I'm the only one that still has to go to work. What you play, ball? Yeah. Basketball? Yes, sir. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta you you gotta keep your distance. Can't be on this sweating on people. Well, you can still you can still practice by yourself, right? Go to the park and practice, shoot some hoops, and do some cardio. Yeah, you can still go like outside. That. Yeah, it's, it's just not the same. Yeah. I feel you, though. I Play one-on-one on one against Corona. Oh, Act stop. like you're playing nah, against nah, Corona. Nah, I'm, good. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? My name is Jessica. Hey, Jessica. What, what's one thing that you, you're going to miss because of this coronavirus? Uh, my baby showers, actually. Oh, damn. When is your yeah, baby shower? I, what happened? When is the baby shower? Uh, baby showers was for April 28th in South Jersey, and I had a second one April 11th. Damn. North Jersey, and both have to be canceled. Well, you could get wow. everybody on FaceTime, and you know what I mean. You could just sit in the chair and and you know open up. Oh, the you know what way. you should do? You should have a sip and see after the baby's born. Yeah, I mean, I did hear that. I was I didn't know that was an option, like the whole sip and see thing. So that possibly is a thing. But it's my first child, so I was really hoping, you know, to do the whole shebang. And, oh. You know, be It'll be nice because then people get to see the baby for the first time. Don't bring all them know, sick all people around your baby. You better not. Well, that's, yeah. that's what I'm scared about. What if I get, like, you know, my baby sick after he's born? Don't do that. No, don't, don't, you, like you, you can do it when the baby's one. You can do it whenever. It just has to be postponed until this is all right, wait till the baby. Wait till the baby in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know the coast is clear. Still, you still do it. But you can always FaceTime. Just have, like, a little FaceTime function and have everybody call and just have, like, a big thing on social on your on your FaceTime. Yeah, that's a good idea. That is. So, well, yeah. Good luck, so Jessica. What's the baby do? Uh, for May 31st. Okay. All right. Hey, like this. I'm sorry. I mean, the yeah, stuff like this really sucks because <laughs> this is the once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. You can't do these over. No, she can't. A, 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 a daughter's graduation, you can't do no. that over. A cheerleading competition, maybe you might get another chance to do that again. Uh, a, a baby shower, that's not happening again. Like, that sucks. Well, not her first one, she can't happen again. But, but yes. then you just have to be creative and say, at least everybody's safe, but let's do something different and just be creative and make up something else when you can do something. Yeah, instead of a baby shower, you can have a baby light drizzle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, they call it a sip. They, they call it a sip and see. A lot That's of people after, have done that. She wants that now. 
I the, know, but look, you can still do something later on. I ain't know, doing no sympathy with my newborn baby. I ain't bringing nobody around my new no baby. Well, you know what I'm that happens do? to people when they have the baby earlier than they think they're going to. Because I've been to a couple of those where women have the baby a couple months early, a month early, and that's when the shower was supposed to be, and then they end up having a sippancy. Well, for my daughter, I'm going to make her put on a dress. She's going to walk down the stairs. We're going to play the music. The whole family going to dress up. It's enough of us in that house, so we all going to dress up, and we're going to start cheering. For graduation? Yep. That's dope. If we can't have it. What about yeah, prom? Yeah, see, a little something different. In prom, yes. For prom, she can come, she can put on a dress, and she gets, to, she gets to dance with three different men. Me, you're not gonna her brothers, uh, Logan, and Jackson. She didn't have a prom date already? No, she had no prom yet. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Eight That's who's disappointed. Huh? That's who's probably disappointed. Who? The little boy who wanted to ask your daughter to the prom and shit. Well, I'm not mad about that. He can't. <laughs> I'm taking it to the prom this year. Me, Jackson, and Logan. 800-585-1051. We're talking to coronavirus. What's one thing that you're going to miss out on because of this virus? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, what's one thing you're going to miss out because of the coronavirus? All right, I'm missing my uh, daughter's graduation. Uh, Charlamagne is missing his daughter's uh, cheerleading competition. Yee is missing uh, an important interview. So we're asking you, hello, who's this? This is Luna from Florida. Hey, Luna from Florida. Florida. Wait, what you about to miss, Luna? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. <laughs> let's hear, let's hear what you about to miss, Luna. Watch her say something crazy uh, like her birthday, period, cause she's from Florida. Is on the twenty-first, so your what? Gonna be no festivities. Your birthday? birthday, Luna. Yes. You're you know not you gonna got, miss you, your birthday. You know you got another birthday next year. You know that, right? And then you have a party the next year. Like no, but I'm, I said I'm gonna miss the festivities. I know it's still gonna be my birthday, but it's gonna suck. First of all, in Florida, <laughs> you should not have more than two friends anyway. Okay. So that's a safe number of people. That, that's good. So y'all can get together and drink, and I wouldn't pass the blunt to each other. They but they don't drink. For real? What are they doing? What are they doing? Pills? No, 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 no drugs, no drugs. Well, you're not missing your birthday, baby. Now, when's your birthday, Lula? The 21st. All right. Well, that, that's you know the 21st is gonna happen, right? Yeah, but yeah, she can't celebrate happen, it's the way suck. she wants. Be, yeah. Well, you wanted to celebrate? I'm going to be stuck in the house. Yes, I want to celebrate. I, I, I think the best I'm place always, to... Well, I'm not always in the house. I'm always working. You I, have a boo? Huh? No. You have a boo? No. no. Well, call up here. We'll no. shout you out for your birthday. Okay. All right. She's like, womp, womp. Shout out to my Instagram, Lady Lou Hair. That's L-A-D-Y-L-O-U-H-A-I-R. Lady Lou Hair on Instagram. I am a braider, licensed braider in Orlando, Florida. So, y'all want your hair braided before the coronavirus. Lula, you're not braiding my hair. Okay, is your hair long enough to get braided yet? Not yet. But Lula ain't braiding And by the way, the 21st is on a Saturday, so don't call up here, Lula, please. Hello, who's this? Hello, good morning. My name is Lavi from the Bronx. Hey, Lavi from the PX. Now, what, what are you missing out on, Lavi? So, my younger sister, Stephanie, she goes to SUNY Oneonta, and her graduation is May 9th. So, right now, it's up in the air whether they're going to have the ceremony or not. Mm-hmm. But just want to shout her out. Super proud of her. Really overcame many obstacles to get there. So, I hope we can watch her walk across that stage. All right. What if all the kids wear masks? <laughs> 
The kids can't wear masks and gloves? I thought about that. And the parents wear masks and everything in the gloves. Yeah. But, you know, what about, you know, if a lot of elderly people would have to go? Grandparents want to see their grandkids walk and all that Stay, other stuff? Keep them six feet away. But they're advising no groups of more than 10 people convening. Well, maybe once. you do a graduation every day with groups of 10. <laughs> groups of 10. There's probably, only, tw- probably only 30 people in the graduating class, honestly. How many people are in your daughter's graduating class? Well, my graduate is not that many. That's what I'm saying. She go to a nice private school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's probably 15 people in our graduating class. So do, wow. do, do one, do A, B, C on, on Monday, and then D, E, F on the last names? Uh, maybe. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Keybreth. Hey, Keybreth. What's one thing that you're missing out on, Mama? Oh, I forgot I was supposed to be anonymous, but oh well. I'm missing out on a job opportunity. Oh, really? What what job are you Where you supposed to dance at? at? Stop it. Um, it's supposed to, <laughs> well, currently I'm a public health person, but I was trying to get at this job at Verizon for three years now. They found out that an employee had the coronavirus, so they shut the whole facility down. God I'd already damn. had my interview. They yeah. told me that they were just waiting on a start date, and now it's closed until further notice. Damn. Wow. Hey, Corona ain't BSing. Corona's so bad Sorry, that the mama. Corona bear really might have to change his name. I can't never see the name Corona ever again. Corona really, really messing up things for people, bro. 800-585-1051. We're just asking, what's one thing that you're going to miss out on because of this coronavirus? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. <laughs> now, if you just joined us, what you laughing about, man? That really is a funny excuse, right? What's that? Like, if, 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 you, if you get a girl pregnant right now and the girl be like, hey... I miss my period. And you'd be like, why? Because of coronavirus? <laughs> you said, oh, man. It can't because of me. <laughs> What's one thing you're going to miss out on because of the coronavirus? Uh, if you just joined us, I was saying I'm going to miss probably my gradu- my daughter's graduation. Uh, it's in May, and they probably will cancel it. Charlemagne's going to miss his Same uh, here. Daughter cheerleading competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they go to Disney World. It's like the Super Bowl of cheerleading. Last year, she was hurt, so she didn't get a chance to perform in it. And this year, it's this goddamn coronavirus. Now, Yee said she had a huge interview she was about to do that... Uh, Probably yeah, we were flying to multiple. Yeah, we were flying to multiple places to get it done, and now that's well, it's still gonna happen, just not anytime soon. All right. Hello, who's this? This is Martin from Jersey. Martin, what's up, bro? What's one thing you about to miss out on because of this coronavirus, bro? Yeah, I'm supposed to go to Albania like two weeks for a wedding, man. You supposed to go to a wedding? Everything canceled. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, man. And I feel bad for people that spent a lot of money on these these weddings mm-hmm. and flowers, floral I mean, like, arrangements, and all like, that. Venues, flights. Like for, me, like for me, it's nothing, bro. Okay, just the plane ticket. But my cousin spent big money on, the, on that, bro. Hey, we not thinking about how whack funerals are, too, bro. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't have. Because everybody, I, I, I would love to have a lit funeral one day. Now, you know what? I'll go ahead. Nah, it just gotta suck. You die and then you go to heaven and you looking down and ain't nobody at your funeral. Nope, because of some damn coronavirus. Right. They said some businesses are doing even better, like because bars are closed. There's a lot of uh, liquor delivery services that are doing really well. Uh, they said there's other things doing really well, like uh, car rental businesses. People are driving places because they don't want to fly. So some things are. Our juice bar in Brooklyn's doing pretty good too right now. Numbers are up. So. Cleaning companies are doing well right mm-hmm. now. People that uh, sell and make water, distribute water. Distributors are making a lot of money right now. But uh, there's a lot of people that are not. There a lot of people are, are getting crushed out there. And I just hope that like how the government is going to save these airlines, they save regular people as well. Well, the House passed the. Um uh, I, think, I forgot what the name of the bill is called, but they did pass some kind of bill to, to offer relief for, like, small businesses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and people to get paid sick leave and things like that. I hope so. Let's go to one more caller. Hello, who's this? 
Corey from Miami. Hey, Corey from Miami. Turn your radio down. Now, what's one thing you're about to miss out on because of the coronavirus? Well, I already done missed out on that. I was supposed to see my little 10-year-old daughter go pick up. Better come spend a weekend. And had to cancel because they canceled everything down here. Damn. Down, down there where? Florida. I'm in Miami, Florida. Man, they need to cancel Florida for the next three weeks, man. I think that'll help. Nah, they need to leave us alone right now. Ain't nothing going on down here. And where, where were you picking your daughter up from? Uh, Leesburg, Florida. Oh, you can't drive and get her? I could have, but her mom was like, yo, if they closed down and no travel, then she'd be stuck in Miami. So she didn't want her to come down and stuff like Damn. that. So, but I think all this is just a little hoax right now. Oh, boy. That's why you in Florida. <laughs> that's why all of y'all got the beaches packed in Florida right now because y'all think it's a hoax and that's why you got to quarantine all of Florida because Florida ain't taking nothing serious. Can I explain something? Can Go I ahead. Explain I got to hear this one. Go ahead. Who's making money off of this right now? Y'all talking about elections coming up today. Who's benefiting off of all this scaring the public, having them empty out stores and everything? It's Nobody. Because the, Nobody. Because the stock market is down 3,000 plus points. We're about to head to a recession. Nobody making money at this moment. So what do you want to do? You want to just act like nothing's going on? I, hey, I'm going to tell you, I hadn't been around my daughter for nine years. For <laughs> one weekend, I would have risked catching coronavirus for that. People don't understand. There's a lot of things going on out here. Hold on now. I need you to repeat that for me I mean, one time. Not, not, his daughter you've been quarantined from your daughter for nine years. Correct. Your, your, your baby mama had you quarantined from your daughter for nine years because you were a sick baby daddy. And what happened now? Nah. It's all cool, though. But, you know, things going to pass over and I'm going to see her. That's all it is. But What does this have to You ain't seen your daughter in nine years. Now you want to blame the coronavirus on not seeing your daughter? Hey. It ain't my fault I got a psycho baby mama. But what oh that got gosh. to do with coronavirus? Because she stopped me from seeing her. You ain't seen her in nine years before. You ain't seen her when there was Ebola. You ain't seen her when there was Zika. Now you want to blame this on corona? It was coronavirus. You can't do that when people up and jump sliding and start doing little crazy stuff. I don't, I don't know. Why am I, I, why, 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 why am I going back and forth with somebody from Florida? I know better. I, 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 I knew better. He knew better. about the coronavirus nine years before you did. Exactly. He, 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 exactly. How you ain't seen your daughter in nine years, but now you want to blame not seeing your daughter <laughs> on the goddamn coronavirus? This, why did I do that this morning? Florida. I know I know better than to go back and forth with the Florida. Florida. Yeah, come on, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Florida. That's it, man. What's God the moral damn. of the story, man? The moral of the story is the craziest people in America come from the Bronx <laughs> and all of Florida, and Florida need to be quarantined. Okay, let's just use this opportunity to build a wall around Florida, please. Goodness okay, please. all travel is banned from Florida. <laughs> all right? <laughs> if you don't have gold teeth and dreadlocks, you can't go to Florida until uh, February 1st, 1992. Whatever. No, 2000, man. 19, man. Where, no, you? I want to go back. Because <laughs> Florida only going to get worse. So take this place. <laughs> we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about Drake. While all this is going on, he's breaking records. And we'll tell you what record he just broke. Also, shout out to Becky. She's a healthcare worker. She just hit me up. She said uh, they can't have home-cooked food the whole time because they're pulling in a lot of hours every single day. So thanks to Uber Eats for delivering those meals for all of the healthcare workers who are working really hard to handle everybody's uh, illnesses right now and to make sure that they're on board for coronavirus to make sure things don't get even worse. We do want to show our appreciation for healthcare workers right now. Rumors on the way. We'll be back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The mic is on, God damn it. I had to spray my mic down, man. Why? 
Because uh, one of the producers come in and keep using my mic. I told him to go, don't use my mic no more, Y'all man. Y'all six feet away from each other. Ain't no social distancing going on in here, baby. I told him no. He got, you, you know, know, I heard that other stations, they, they have everybody in different studios. I heard other people not even in, in the studio. Yeah, there's a lot of people. They separated the studios. <laughs> there's a lot of people not even in. But uh, Let me walk down the hall and see what Elvis Duran them doing. I'm going to go peek through the glass. But, you know, up here, Charlamagne, if you got it, I got it. If I got it, you got it. We've been sharing envy. See, you play too much, man. We've been sharing things. What, what are we talking about in these rumors? What's wrong with you? We'll uh, talk about Donovan Mitchell, blushing? NBA player. Let's go. <laughs> he was on Good Morning America. This is the Rumor Report with God. Angela Yee. Let's go so far. On the Breakfast Club. Listen up. This guy. All right, well, there were some rumors that things were pretty tense in the locker room between Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. And that is because Rudy Gobert did not take this coronavirus seriously at first. And then Utah Jazz player Donovan Mitchell ended up contracting coronavirus. Well, he did an interview with Good Morning America. Here's what Donovan said. To be honest with you, Robin, you know, it took a while, you know, for me to kind of cool off, you know, and I, I, I read what he said and I heard what he said. So, you know, I'm glad he's doing okay. I'm glad I'm, I'm doing well. Um, I'm just really happy, to be honest, Robin, that it's just... You know, I hate to say there's two of us, but, like, it wasn't the whole party. You know, at the end of the day, neither him or I have, have children at home. So that's basically like they were doing germ warfare, basically. Yeah, he just, right? he just didn't know. Yeah. He didn't know. Spreading it around. Right. They said it was very careless behavior. He was touching everything in the locker room and microphones and all of that. Uh, now, Donovan Mitchell also told Good Morning America, you know, just some more positive things about what's going on. Right now, I'm in a partner. Uh, I'm working on a partnership with the Salt Lake City Granite School District. Um, that's about 88 to 90 schools, about 66,000 kids. Just being able to provide them meals, you know, and the, that particular school district in Salt Lake City is um, is home to some of the most vulnerable children in Salt Lake. Right. Uh, I want to be able to just to give back. All right, so that's what's happening now. Uh, now let's talk about WrestleMania. They are banning fans, and they will stream live from a training facility. So right now it was supposed to be in Tampa, but because of coronavirus, more than 70,000 people were expected to attend. So they have not pulled the plug, but one person says there's a chance it will still happen in some capacity. And according to reports, WrestleMania 36 will happen April 5th, but with no fans. They're actually going to be moving that to a training facility in Orlando. And so wrestling, is it the same without people watching without fans in the audience? None of these sports are the same yeah. without fans watch, watching in the audience. None of them. doesn't matter if it's wrestling, football, basketball, baseball. The fans, you know, we create the atmosphere. But, you know, there are a lot of people at home that have nothing to do. So if they can do that, a lot of people will be tuning in. It just won't be fans there, but you'll still be giving people entertainment. I don't even know. And after that, another update came in and saying they're working on moving WrestleMania to June 7th at Madison Square Garden instead. So we don't know what's going to happen. It's still up in the air. March might just be a dub, bro. March is a dub. We might just have to we might just have to erase March and maybe April. Maybe April too. And then when May comes, we make that March. And then we just catch right. up sometime in the future. <laughs> and you know what else there's an issue with right now? What's and this that? was one of the issues with WrestleMania with insurance policies. Right, because, you know, they're saying that a lot of these insurance companies are not trying to pay and they actually have in the contracts for a lot of them. They're not responsible if there is a pandemic or something else that happens. So a lot of people want to cancel dates, but insurance companies are like, well, we don't have any obligation to pay you. Yeah. So now people are trying to 
actually postpone things so that they don't miss out completely on all the money that they spent promoting. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, nobody's ever seen anything like this before in their life. So there's no way in hell if somebody gave me an insurance policy and said, hey, sign this epidemic or pandemic thing. I'd be like, yeah. Well, the reason why they did that, because after SARS and after MRSA, some of the companies um, excluded pandemics because of that. Mm. So that is something that is in some of these contracts in case somebody uh, has an issue or gets sick. Now, 21 Savage is nervous, and he thought that he might have coronavirus. He actually went live and said this. I've been breaking down my mother My symptoms, I've been feeling this Everybody told me I sound like coronavirus. So I say, okay, what could I, ha- I have received this coronavirus from? So I go to think about my schedule. Like, okay, where I went. Okay, what up, what up? We went to the club the other night. So I'm like, ain't no way in hell I caught it in the club because I know it ain't just skipped over and just came straight to me. That, but other people in the club could have it. See, he doesn't, he's not, I mean, a lot of us aren't informed on it, but he's clearly not informed that some people don't have symptoms. I think it was a little, uh, he went a little far because he was, did you hear the whole thing? No. Yeah, we have some more. He's like this. Okay, play the rest. So I go to describing what I need when I'm feeling on the IV. I'm, I'm just describing regular like I feel like I got the sinus cold, so that's what I'm describing. Like, and I come to the conclusion like, it don't matter what I describe. If I describe anything during these times, it's automatically, oh, he got coronavirus. Yeah, because a lot of the symptoms are like the same symptoms as the flu. This is a bad time. If you got allergies, if you got the flu. Sneezing and coughing is like gunshots, bro, at this point. You sneeze and cough in public right now, people are ducking. They're just going to I'm not going to lie. Yesterday, I was feeling really tired. I was looking up all the symptoms like, oh, my God, do I have? But then I just took a nap. Let me, yeah. let me tell you something. And you remember that you get up 4 o'clock in the morning every goddamn day. <laughs> I was, uh, But I was extremely tired, and I was like, oh, my God, I hope nothing's wrong. Every four hours, I take my temperature when I'm at home. I take my temperature. I take the kids' temperature. My wife was like, what's wrong with you? But every four hours... And yesterday there was a it was it had like a little a problem and my my, my temperature came out at 99.9 99.9 I was like I got it my wife was like no do it again dumbass So when you stick the Where do you put the thermometer yeah, when yeah. you stick it up your butt I know he puts it up his butt when you stick it up your butt do you mm-hmm. lube it up first or like do you have somebody do it for you or you do it yourself Actually, I have the thermometer that the doctors have. You just rub it against your forehead, and it, oh, that's it, tells you, it tells you what it is. That's boring. You home quarantined? What, what, what story you want? Huh? What, what story would you like to hear? <laughs> you know the story. <laughs> the, let me tell you're you. home quarantined, bro. Wait, 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 come what story on, you come hear? on. You're home quarantined. Come on. <laughs> but I tell you what, I have been... I have been life. <laughs> I have been taking all kinds of extra vitamin Cs and eating a me whole too. lot of fruit, making my own smoothies and everything just to make sure that I'm good. Take vitamin so, D, too, ye. Just Ooh, oh, no problem. <laughs> but just also, man. just it's also making sun, sure man, for people with uh, well, yeah, there's not a lot of sun out here. But uh, also, just making sure you keep your immunity your immunity up, just for everybody out there. Just not just only washing your hands. Of course, you should do that too. But also, make sure that you're eating all those fruits and vegetables, wheatgrass shots, ginger shots, whatever it is that you need. A lot mm-hmm. of grapefruit, a lot of oranges, watermelons, all of those things, so you can stay strong right now. That's right. All right. Now, Drake has broken the record for the most Billboard Hot 100 entries ever. He just got his 208th appearance thanks to the Oprah's Bank Account song because he's on that song also. So he has now broken that record. Congratulations to Drake. 208 total Hot 100 entries in the history of the Hot 100. That started back in 1958. Mm. So now he's broken that record. All right, drop on the clues, Monster Drake. Whenever I hear records like that, I often got to think to myself, you know, because of screaming, but a record is a record. A record right? is a record. It's yeah. not. It's not these kids' fault that you know things are calculated different now. It's not their fault. Do you, 
You know whose record he broke that had 207 Hot 100 entries? Probably Stevie Wonder or Prince or Madonna or somebody super legendary. Who? It was the Glee cast. Oh, no. I cast of the Glee. Yeah. I don't remember no goddamn Glee cast. I know they popping, but what well, he was popping. All right. Are well, I'm Angela. Mm-hmm. What was the thing well, that was to... back in 2013. Yeah, it was a point where they were popping. I wasn't into Glee. Me neither. Well, you guys have time if you want to catch up. No, I'm on Harry Potter right now. <laughs> All right, I'm you Angela wait. Yee, and that is your rumor report. We do need some recommendations of what we could be watching, you know? Harry and- Potter. How many movies are Harry Potter? It's like seven movies or something like that? It's a lot. My kids are good. We ain't watched the whole thing last night. They fell asleep, so I got a lot of, I got a lot of time with Harry Potter. I got to finish watching The Messiah. Have wow. you guys watched that? I need Netflix. to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> Since we just out here being late. I need that's to, a good time. Now's a good time. That's that's a good time, time to catch up on Game of Thrones. Yeah. I've never watched it ever in my oh, life. You, oh, you got time. Yeah, I got time. You right? got time, yeah. time. It's time to catch up on how to get away with murder, you know? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> all kinds of things happening that I haven't had a chance to really see. All right. But, well, all right. Well, that's your rumor report. Charlamagne, who are you giving that dog to? You know, speaking of uh, sneezes and coughing being the new gunshots, uh, we need... A young woman in L.A. to come to the front of the congregation because technically she pulled a gun on a police officer. We'll talk about it for after that. Oh, boy. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. And The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Done. I said, and if you want to get on the line for Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Today, Tuesday, dumbass. We got Big Frida coming in. Oh, shoot. You know what? Go quarantine. Come on, yeah, Go Andy. quarantine go myself. Quarantine. Right I'm about to go, go quarantine. Go sit in the corner. Go quarantine, bro. We got Big Frida coming in. Relax. Uh, all right. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The breakfast club. Listen, uh, donkey today for Tuesday, March 17th goes to a woman in L.A. whose name has not been released yet. Now, let's be clear about something. Uh, coughs and sneezes during this global pandemic called the coronavirus. Coughs and sneezes are sending everybody's anxiety through the roof. Sneezes are the new gunshots. Okay, coughing in public is like brandishing a gun in public, okay? All right, sneezing is like letting off a gunshot in public, all right? All right, do, do it right now, everybody runs for cover. All right, there's no more God bless yous when you sneeze, no more gazuntites. I'm going to tell you something. I was reading this the other day uh, about the word gazuntite, and it's a German word that people used to say after you sneeze, and the word means health. And people would say it after someone sneezes because it was thought that saying it would prevent a potential illness. Well, when is the last time you said gazuntite after someone sneezes? Sneeze. You ever said gazoontite after someone sneezed, Envy? I have before. Really? Yeah. Gazoontite. You ever said gazoontite yes. after somebody sneezed? Not too often, but I've said it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I've never heard it in my life except for on TV. No, I've said it before. And I'm saying all that to say I think that's why we have coronavirus now. Okay? <laughs> because of gazoontite? Yeah, because it's, it's, it, 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 when you say it, it, it prevents potential illness. Enough people don't say it. And, you know, I'm petty. So if someone that I don't like sneezes, I don't say God bless you. And that's whack of me because saying God bless you to someone after they sneeze is supposed to do the same thing that saying Kazuntite does. And that's prevent further illness. Well, if you're petty like me and don't say God bless you just because you don't like a person, you too have contributed to further illness. And that illness is coronavirus. If you didn't follow me, don't worry about it. I'm what you call a brilliant idiot, an idiot savant. You'll get it later. Now, back to sneezing and coughing being the new gunshots. See, there you go. See, it sucks for people like me because I have allergies and I have recurring bronchitis. So I go through these periods every every now and then where I cough or, you know, I might cough up phlegm is bad. And, you know, what about people just out here dealing with a cold or the flu? Every time they cough or sneeze, people are ready to run. (laughs) Oh, 
duck and take cover because <laughs> once again, coughs and sneezes are the new gunshots. I coughed in here yesterday and envy ducked. I did. And then when he came up for cover, he acted like he's like, is everything good? Coast clear? Okay. Coughing is brandishing a gun. Sneezing is actually shooting a shot. And with that knowledge, okay, with that knowledge, I need you to know that this woman who has not been named got arrested for pulling a gun on a cop. Well, let me paint the scene for you. See, law enforcement in L.A. told TMZ that a cop came across a woman this weekend mm -hmm. who was parked in a handicap spot without a handicap decal. Everybody's done that hustle at one point in their life. Okay. Well, the cop approached her over the violation, and that's when things went left. Sources told TMZ that the woman almost instantly became combative with the officer and threatened to cough on him and give him coronavirus. Now, let me tell you something. Now is not the time to play like this. Okay. Telling the cops you have coronavirus is like telling the cops you have a gun. Telling a cop you have coronavirus and you are going to cough on them is like telling a cop you have a gun and you're going to shoot them. <laughs> no, it, it, it's that serious. It's that serious. Yes, it's that serious. If someone walked up to you right now anywhere in America and just coughed in your face, you would probably swing on them. Because as long as that COVID-19 on these streets, that person coughing on you is a threat, period. You don't think so? Luckily, this woman didn't get shot. And the cops simply put on some latex gloves, arrested her, and this young woman has been charged with making a criminal threat to a police officer. This is a serious time, people. Everybody is on edge. The last thing you want to do is pretend to have this virus, okay? That's another layer to this donkey today, woman. This woman is out here uh, 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 pretending to have something that people are actually dying from. Because of this disease, people are actually out here sick. Corona is really ending people's lives and stopping people's livelihood. And you out here playing about having it? Trust me, it's people out here who really got it, who will gladly trade places with you. Okay? Please give this young woman who lied about coronavirus and threatened to cough on a cop the biggest hee-haw. It's nasty out here. It's nasty out here, bro. I'm telling you, cough on somebody in these streets if you want to. Somebody gonna swing on your ass. <laughs> Did you see the woman who licked the toilet seat on the plane? I saw that. She She's just, dumb. She deserves uh -huh. what I, she deserves whatever happens to her in life. Mm -mm -mm. Whatever way her life goes from here on out, she has absolutely earned it. Mm -mm -mm. What's ugh. disgusting? All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next, do you understand licking a toilet seat on the plane will give you something worse than coronavirus? Just disgusting. I'm sure. Who's kissing her? Mm -hmm. All right. Big Frida when we come back. All right. So don't move. She's New Orleans legend. It's The Breakfast mm -hmm. Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yes, we got a indeed. special guest in the building. A bounce music icon. Big Wall Frida. Icon. The one and only. <laughs> you heard me. Big Frida's in the building. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Big Frida, how did how did you how did you create a, a lane for yourself? Well, um, constant work, first of all. Okay. You know, um I kept grinding in New Orleans. You know, for ten years on the ground, I was in clubs, decorating parties, doing a thing. I mean, every night, like seven nights a week. And I just kept it going and I never gave up. And I created a platform in New Orleans, and everybody was following it. Mm -hmm. Where did that bounce music come from? Where did that sound come from? I mean, it's so big in New Orleans, but where, where, where was it originated from? Well, um, you know, back then, you know, the stories that we get, you know, D, DJ Irv and um, DJ 
uh, Jimmy, they they used to have rap battles back then, and they started playing with the Trigger Man beat and the Brown beat and the Peter Pipers back then, and they started creating sounds, and all of the other rappers in New Orleans started doing the same thing. You know, they started to create that that genre of bounce music, and it went on from there, and then you got all the other legends, DJ Jubilee, Partners in Crime, Miss T, Cheeky Black, Fifth Wall Weeby, the whole line of people that came before me. Mm-hmm. Now, that's amazing because what I love is when you go to New Orleans and you get to see how people from New Orleans dance to bounce music from a young age, like yeah, three-year-olds. from babies. Yeah, from little babies. I, I mean, they be in Pampers dancing. Like, they'll hear a Big Frida commercial, Juan LaFonso or something on there, and they are in their diapers dancing. So they start really young. And it don't matter if you're a guy, a girl, or whatever, they all get down like that. Yeah, definitely. It's mm-hmm. our culture. How come New Orleans, like New Orleans, Florida, Florida, even growing up, you know, with the whole like 95 South and Womp Dead is, guys could dance like that freely back then, and nobody'd be like, oh, they're gay. Why why do you think that changed? Um, new generation. Yeah. You know, I truly believe that back then it was everybody was just free and being able to be themselves. Now everything is, you know, social media, the new generation, they, you know, have certain areas that they wanna, you know, kind of say, hey. Why are you doing this over there? Why They want to judge everybody. And mm-hmm. it's just not fair how they want to judge everything that's happening in the world. Even if it's something like, you know, somebody passing out. Like when Wendy passed out, people were being so cruel. And I'm like, you know, Wendy is human. She, you know, why are y'all being so evil and all these comments on the shade room? You right. know, so it's just. Probably because it's Wendy. Yeah, because it's Wendy. Not, it's just, not just that. Even it's just being Wendy. I mean, Wendy is still a human being who. You know, has a family, has a heart, and Wendy has a a character to play also, too, Mm -hmm. on her show. You know, like, she has a job to do. It's over. People talk about people's kids. Listen, when your parents approve, you don't need nobody else's approval. Right. Because when I got approval from my mom at 12, I didn't care what the world said. That was my backbone. She was the one with my strength. She protected me from everything and anybody. And that's what it was. And that's a great response, too, because your mom said, I've been new that. Like, oh, yeah, she did. She been new. She was like, if you don't know your child, you ain't, you ain't watching your child. Like, mm-hmm. my mom been new from small. My family used to have meetings, and, like, you know, they knew I was gay way back then. Mm-hmm. How did that free you? Because I'm sure, did you have struggles before that? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I, You know, I was still trying to find myself as a young kid. Even after I told my mom, I still had to develop into finding my lane and where I wanted to be and be comfortable with myself. Now, how difficult was that coming out in New Orleans and, and being an artist? Were, were people at first taking a liking to it or at first were they mad standoffish? So when Katie Ray first came out, they were not happy. She was the first. And they were, you know, they had a lot of girls really supported us. That's what carried us throughout mm-hmm. all of these years. Mm-hmm. A lot of the girls really supported us. And when, where the girls go, the boys follow. Right. So that's can't how. can't deny the music. Huh? I said, you can't deny the music. You can't deny the music. And uh, Katie started having problems. You know, we had to fight sometimes when we went to different cities. And, you know, because it was something new that people just was not used to. Right. Um. I feel like you f- somebody up, Rita. I, I, I can tell. Almost definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm born and raised in New Orleans, Josephine Street, and <laughs> a lot of times we have to fight for to stand up for who we are and what we believe in. And you know, my boy cousins would get out there and say, "You better get out there and fight that nigga." And my mom would say, <laughs> um, "You better go out there. Or I'm gonna whoop your ass when you come in here." Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I had to do what I had to do. You remember the first time you had to fight for your respect? 
Uh, yeah, I was I was probably about 13. You know, all the boys around the neighborhood would always call me sissy and all that. And, you know, one of them, he was just like, I'm a, you know, like the knock the chip off the shoulder type. And it was back to that era then. He knocked it off my shoulder and I just punched him. Right. Now, when's the last time you had to punch somebody? Um. Oh my God. You high got people school. to do that for oh, okay, you. Okay. So what's the Okay. Resume recent. <laughs> yeah. High school. I don't. I don't be into confrontations. No. That's not me. Now, when did you realize that you were taking off as an artist? Because I'm sure you know. Obviously, like bounce music at first was so New Orleans, but then yeah. you've seen it expand so much, and we've heard you on Beyonce and Drake and all of that. But when did you first realize that you were going to actually be an international? Star. So um, for me, that year was 2010 mm-hmm. um, when I first came to New York and I started to perform. I did some shows with my friend Spank Rock and I my DJ. Naeem. Yeah, Naeem, um, Rusty Laser. And we did five shows here in New York. It was like the buzz of New York. Everybody was talking about it. Um, after that, I did an article uh, with Bus Magazine, my first article, and then New York Times contacted Bus. Mm-hmm. And after that, I did the New York Times. And when I got back to New Orleans, you know, one day I was decorating the club and I was outside pulling material off the car and two white guys was running down the street and it was like, you're Big Frida. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, how you know that? You know, like I only had black fans came to the club. And it was you like, were scared it was the police? Two white men just running down the No, they was jogging. So okay. they, was like, <laughs> they, was jogging. <laughs> they was like in jogging, you know, gear. So they was like, we read about you in the New York Times. And it just blew my mind then. And I knew stuff was changing then. Mm-hmm. And when it started to change for me, I was like, I'm going full force. You know, back then I was like, I'm going full force and I'm not stopping. And when that happened, it changed to the next level. I started uh, doing a lot of shows with my DJ. He started connecting stuff. People started contacting me even more. But after Katrina, that's when I really became more popular because the music was dis- displaced all over the world, and people were calling me to do shows here and there. I, I actually started in Houston mm-hmm. with a, a promoter, Horseman, and Horseman booked me at all the clubs. He had me. They was like, bring Frida, bring Frida. He like, I got to see the hell who is Frida, you know, who Frida <laughs> is. So when I came, he was like, everybody been talking about you. I came, set it off, set the whole, you know, like Houston off. And then all the people who we were displaced by, they was like, "Um, teach us this bounce music. You know, DJs was emailing it and selling CDs at the club. So that's how we got the music even bigger because we were all over the world. Mm -hmm. You know, New Orleans people. I'm sorry, how how did Katrina affect you? Well, for me... I was, um, I had to go through it all. I slept on the bridge. I had to be rescued by a boat out my house, me, my brother, wow. my sister, my newborn niece who was six months, and my uncle. We had to cut a hole in the roof. Um, I slept at the convention center for five days. I saw yeah. buses almost get turned over. We were trying to get on the bus so fast. A lot happened for me for Katrina. It changed my life. It was moments where I was like, damn, this is real. You know, my brother... He wind up, me and him wind up going separate to loot, and he got lost. We couldn't find him for days. Right. So imagining people getting shot, old people on side of the, like, road, just, like, covered with sheets because they didn't make it. It was really something to see. It changed my life forever. And I was appreciative of just being able to be alive. Mm. Do you yeah, feel like absolutely. the city's ever really rebounded from that? 
I say we have. Um, we came back bigger and better. All right, we got more with Big Freedom. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I want to know who my representing it here tonight. Hold on, hold on. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Big Frida. Charlemagne? You used to sing in the church, right? Yeah, that's my background. I come from the church choir. I sung um, at my church home. I sung at my high school choir. I was the choir director at my high school. I sung with the Gospel Soul Children, the Gospel Music Workshop of America. That's all I knew. I actually thought I was going to be a gospel singer, you know, trying to put out gospel music, be a big director. And when Katie Ray started being my best friend, mm -hmm. things change. I, you start doing that secular music. Well, Katie oh, needed did help. They, <laughs> and Katie did the church help. embrace, it didn't, the church didn't embrace you? Oh, they did. Okay. I mean, all of my church people, like some of them would even come to the concerts. Mm -hmm. You know, we we was young. Right. And so they they actually supported everything that I did. You Why know? not combine the two, do a little bounce that ass for Jesus? Oh, I mean... I'm always, when you come to a Frida show, it's like a revival. Yeah. You know, people be like, damn, I felt like I was, you know, kind of in a spiritual moment. And that's what it's about. I bring all walks of life together through the power of ass now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the now power when, of ass. That's what it is. What is when the power people, of ass, Frida? The power that's of ass. <laughs> you know, I'm the queen of, of all. You know, that's why I get the title. I've been doing this for a long time, and I'm the one who've made it go international with a lot of people mm -hmm. getting the niche of bounce music. When they say bounce music, who they, they reference? People they ride for you, too, and yeah. Nice For What came out, and they were yeah. like, where's Big Frida? We need yes. Big Frida. They definitely ride for me. Um, you know, and with that Beyonce and Drake situation, Beyonce, when she shot the video, I was on tour. When Drake um, shot his stuff, they came to me at the end. All that stuff was already shot. So I came to put the hype on okay. all the way at the very end, right before it came out. It came out maybe like two days after I got on the track. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the fans, they don't know the the insides and the outs of everything with business. A lot of times, the artists, we it, our schedules just don't connect. Right. And we but make, they go hard for you. They're like, where oh, is Big Frida? Yes. We're surprised. So to just, make so, sure. That's so the Frida game. So Drake reached out to you? Yeah, they definitely did. And Beyonce. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Are you surprised when they both reached out to you? I was I was blown away. Mm -hmm. How did Beyonce reach out? Did it was it her team? Did you speak to her? How did, how did... Well, um, Beyonce publicist called my publicist, and mm -hmm. she, she was like, Beyonce want to talk to you. I said, well, why are you on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they gave Beyonce my number, and she called me, and I was just... Talk to me now. There was just details. Don't oh just rush through. Come on. Come so on, Frida. I was at home just waiting by the phone like, when is she going to call? So Did you make a snack? Call? Uh, maybe like an hour. An hour. Yeah, <laughs> Did like, you make a snack, a little drink? Like No, I was just running around the house like, bitch, she going to call? She going to call? How many times did you turn your ringer up to make sure it was really going to ring? No, I, I had the phone in my hand just like like this, you know, the whole time. Was it a FaceTime or just a regular phone call? It was a regular phone call. Okay. And she was like, hi, sweetie. And I was like... You know, I was just, for a minute, I froze up. I died at home and came back to life, really. You said, bitch, what? It's Beyonce. <laughs> so she was like, I have a track that I want you to listen to, and I want you to just get on it and spit that New Orleans shit. And I was just like, okay. So um, she sent the track. Um, I got my DJ to loop the track because they only sent maybe like five seconds. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even enough to like really... How are you five seconds? Girl, listen. It was not even enough to really... You they know, really wanted to make sure that wasn't going to get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Frida said, nah, B. So she sent it and we looped it and 
I went in the studio and I started, you know, sending some stuff. Once I sent what I sent, I sent that first line what I sent. I, I did not come to play with you hoes, mm -hmm. all of that. And she was like, oh, my God, I love it. Right away. Next thing I know, it was Mardi Gras. And people running up to me like, oh, my God, I heard you on a Beyonce track. It was probably like two weeks later. I'm like, oh, my God, it came out. Because, you know, like everything right. was so disclosed. You know, they have to sign an agreement. Yeah. You can't say nothing. You don't know if it's going to really make it. So when it came out, I didn't even know. I was walking at a parade. And what a great time to find oh out, Oh, my too. God. Everybody was running up to me. I heard you on a Beyonce, and I'm just blown away at the parade. Mm -hmm. Like, girl, I haven't heard me on Beyonce. How long did it take from the time you <laughs> record? Did you record same day? No, it was probably like two weeks before. Okay, and then you recorded, and how long did it take to come out? Two weeks. Oh, yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you weeks. you recorded it the same day you got the call? Oh, yeah, the same day. Hell I yeah. went to him <laughs> immediately. I like I called him up. I'm like, I'm on my way. I got something for you. We about to do something with Beyonce. And we did as soon as I got there. Rita, how the f*** you ain't end up in the video? Why was you on tour? Why couldn't you fly in? Listen. Come on now. I, I had to make my money, too, now. Yeah. You know, I mean, being in the video... I, I had to make my money. I, you, we work. You and know, you got so it's fans like, looking for you. Yeah, definitely. I couldn't cancel on my fans just right. to be, you know, in the appearance of the video. They could probably could have, you know, maybe put me in there some kind of way, a picture or something. I don't know, but Was I she just disappointed make it. That you couldn't make the video? No, not at all. I mean, she know how I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what about Drake? How, how, how was that conversation? Well, um, I didn't talk to Drake. Drake team reached out to my manager and... So my producer actually, um, Black and Mile, already had the vocals. Mm -hmm. So Uh Huh Oh Yeah was one of my actual first songs mm -hmm. back then in 2000. And they used those same vocals from maybe 2003 that I had. That was a hype that I had did in one of the clubs. Because I used to do a lot of the freestyling and call and response. And they wind up using that from way back then. And my my producer has all all my vocals, so my catalog is huge for anything anybody really want to use for as samples. And so you and, and Drake actually hung out in New Orleans, yeah, right? Yeah, we did a couple of times. Um, he had um, I I performed with him at the concert for the Smoothie King. He had a few events at clubs that mm -hmm. I hosted, and you know he was like, I like what you do. I like how you just have crowd control and control these girls. And the girls shook from the time I got on the mic mm -hmm. to the time I got off, and it was like hours. Like, he wanted to see them <laughs> cut up, and every time it was a group of girls just cutting up. Correct me if I'm wrong. He didn't credit you at first, right? Um, nice for what? No. Okay. Was that an issue? Like, did you have to get the lawyers involved? Or? No, 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 okay. no. No, because I got paid, so it was no issue. All right, well, you know, right. we did paperwork. It just wasn't no credit for us, um, you know, my name being on it. What's but. more important for an artist like you, the money or the credit? Listen, uh, for me, it's about reaching new heights, mm -hmm. and it's about opening other doors. Even though my name wasn't on it, my voice was on Everybody it. And people knew. know it was me. You ever had to put Root on somebody? Put what? Root. Root? Voodoo. Voodoo? Voodoo? Oh, no. I don't do that. <laughs> no. I went to see a psychic, uh, you know, a voodoo priest okay. in New Orleans, um, and it got real, yeah. you know? He predicted that uh, he saw death on my brother, and my brother got killed. Oh, wow. man. Yeah, it was real. Is that something did... you would do again? Would you go? Uh, I don't know, because I... Me, and me and the voodoo priest is actually friends now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, I probably will go see him again. You know, a little bit further down the line, but not right now. Did you warn your brother, though, when you get that news? I mean, I, I kept warning my brother. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, I love my brother. And, I, you know, he was just caught up in so many things. And I kept trying to pull him out of those things. But, 
you know, when sometimes we be hard-headed, it's, you know. How did that affect you? I mean, it changed my life forever. Right. Thank you for joining us, Big Frida. Anytime. Appreciate it. Yeah, right, let's congratulations get right to everything now. that you're going on. And the EP is out, too, by the way, Louder. That's right. Yeah, so Louder. So let's make sure people know the EP Frida is out. On Frida the 13th. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, it's Big Frida. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk The Simpsons. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Now, one of the Simpsons writers has spoken out because people are saying that this episode predicted coronavirus. Now, according to Bill Oakley, uh, he said to The Hollywood Reporter, I don't like it being used for nefarious purposes. The idea that anyone misappropriated to make coronavirus seem like an Asian plot is terrible. In terms of trying to place blame on Asia, I think that is gross. This is all in reference to a 1993 episode of the show. It's called Marge in Chains. In that particular episode, Springfield is hit with an epidemic. It's called the Osaka flu. Marge gets arrested because she is shoplifting supplies for her family. And uh, she gets sick from a Japanese factory worker who coughed on a box that ended up being shipped to a popular juicer in the town. So they so mad because they called it the Onaka flu? Osaka. Osaka. Well, the whole thing was that it was like a plot you know, on the episode, and people are trying to say, oh, you guys predicted this, but they're saying this has nothing to do with what coronavirus is. Please don't make it seem like there's some type of agenda here or this was something that was done purposely. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like, don't say China purposely did it to mess up the world, basically. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I saw people mad, too, when they were saying Donald Trump called it the China flu yesterday in a tweet, and I was like, why are people upset about this? Because you call it the West Nile virus... The, 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 the Ebola virus is named after the Ebola River in the Congo. The Zika virus is named after a forest in Uganda. The West Nile virus, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, like, why would you get married because he called it the China virus? It did originate in China. Well, but that's not what it's called. It's called coronavirus. So you can't just change the whole name of what something has been just to fit some type of agenda. The CDC actually warned against naming diseases after locations, saying it stigmatizes residents. So why they don't have that same energy when it comes to locations in Africa. That's all I'm saying. All right, and congratulations to Janae Aiko. Her album, Chalumbo, has debuted at number one on the Billboard's top R&B album chart. So she has actually the biggest debut since Lemonade from Beyonce. So congratulations to her. It's also the biggest of her career. And uh, she sold 152,000 units in the first week. So congratulations to Janae Aiko. I saw Big Sean was posting her yesterday Mm -hmm. as well. All right, the UFC has officially postponed its next three events, but they do say that their big event, the Khabib versus Tony Ferguson, will still happen. So uh, they said right now they're postponing that. They were trying not to have to do that, but the Khabib versus Tony fight is still, they're saying, going to happen. It's been called off four times in the past, so some people are saying that that one in particular is cursed, but uh, who knows? And the Met Gala has been postponed indefinitely. And that's due to coronavirus. You guys all see when the Met Gala happens, it's all the, quote, who's who and everybody's dressed to the nines. Mm-hmm. So that's going to uh, be actually postponed indefinitely. Saturday Night Live has shut down production for the next three shows. Also, a lot of things happening, but a lot of funds are being established right now. A lot of people are trying to come together in this time where people really need some help. Uh, Tyreek Hill has donated 6,000 meals 
after this coronavirus, and he's challenging other athletes to do the same as well. So all we can do right now is uh, help people that really need the help in this serious time that we're having. So I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right, now, keep it locked. When we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in right now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Women's History Month. And who we repping today, Yee? Well, today we are representing for Mary Eliza Mahoney. She was the first African-American nurse. And she studied and worked professionally in the United States. And she was also a co-founder of the National Association of Colored Graduate Nurses. Uh, She was born in Dorchester, Massachusetts. And here is some more from the website Healthy Living on Mary Eliza Mahoney. It's Women's History Month, and we're celebrating the most influential women in history. Check out this phenomenal woman. Mary Eliza Mahoney was born in Boston, Massachusetts in 1845. She worked for several years as a private duty nurse at the New England Hospital for Women and Children in Boston. Mahoney was admitted to the hospital's nursing program in 1878 and later became the first black woman to complete nurses training. In a speech delivered at the convention for the National Association of Colored Graduate Nurses, she recognized the inequalities in nursing education and called for more African-American students to be admitted into nursing programs. Mahoney is also recognized as one of the first women to register to vote in Boston after the ratification of the 19th Amendment in 1920. In 1976, Mary Eliza Mahoney was inducted into the Nursing Hall of Fame. That was another phenomenal woman in history. Yes, congratulations to Mary Eliza Mahoney, the first black nurse. She was inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame back in 1993. Very inspiring. And in this time right now, you can see how essential this work really is. So thank you so much, Women's History Month. All right. When we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, shout out to Big Frida for joining us this morning. Yes, and yes. salute to Big Frida. New New Orleans legend right there. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you got a positive note? Yes, man. You know, I'm big on mindfulness and everybody being as mentally healthy as possible. And I know it's kind of difficult to stay mentally healthy in this 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 uncertain time that we're in right now. But I just want you to know. That trauma creates change you don't choose, but healing creates change you do choose. Let's look for some healing in this traumatic time. Breakfast club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done? 